This is a Kitty Pod production. From Television City in Hollywood. Hey, man! Welcome to a hastily recorded 157th episode of the Keep It To Yourself podcast, the most above average podcast ever to hit your ear holes. My name, of course, and as always, is Jason Bullet. The regulator, innovator, dominator, creator, a theta, pussy, imitator, assassinator, baby. Demand the hour. Woo! Too sweet to be sour, Jack. The cream of the crop. Nobody does it better. I'm your friend. Oh, my good, goodness gracious. Baby, baby. And for right now, anyway, I'm coming to you from the rolling hills of Saratoga County, New York. It is early June 2022. I hope all of you listening out there had a great Memorial Day weekend. I'll get to how I spent mine in just a bit. Apologies for the shorter episode, but I will be soon to leave the rolling hills and spend the weekend with my dad and his companion in the Berkshires of Massachusetts and another part of the Bay State, too. I'll tell you all about it in the next episode. Quickly, let's get to the social media plugs while we can. You can follow this podcast on Twitter at keep underscore podcast. There's also the Facebook page. No more Instagram until I actually get my shit together on that front. I don't know what I do with it, but it'll be out there sometime soon. I thought you weren't going to mention that. So much for keeping your own rules. All right, get out of here. All right, don't have time for you either. So, all right, with him gone, hopefully, for the rest of the episode, let's get to the vanity portion. And how did one J. Michael Bullet celebrate the Memorial Day weekend, or commemorate it, really, you know, honoring our war dead? Well, it's like this. My weekend started at noon Friday when... My work shift ended. My new work schedule's been going out pretty well. And I just uh, went home and that was it. I mean, just took it easy. I went, I think I went and did some grocery shopping afterwards. Ah, I don't know. It so, feels like longer than that now. I had so much on the old plate. My dad and his companion came home around that time. Oh, wait a minute. They didn't. Then Saturday came. Didn't do much of anything. Just gathered about the house because I was going to save the car until I went to my friend Dave's house down in Albany for Memorial Day picnic. Oh, yeah, I did go grocery shopping the day before, and I went and got these nice key lime cookies, and those were real good, man. I always come with the goods when it comes with the sweet treats. Always come correct with these hosts, and why would I not? They've done so much for me, man. We're good friends. Why would I want to let them down? I wouldn't entertain the thought not once. ASMR coming. I got to take a drink. In case you're wondering what I'm drinking, it's uh, Walmart brand seltzer water, sparkling water, if you will, watermelon flavor. I got two bottles. One's watermelon, and I can't wait to try the cotton candy flavored. You're like, what? Jeez. Well, there you have it right there, folks. Anyway, went to my friend Dave's house, left about quarter to four, made there. Some people arrived. Most everybody who was going to be in attendance was already there, so parking wasn't too big of an issue. Parked right near the front lawn. And the way those winds were blowing, we thought, oh, it's going to be a big storm. We're going to have to move everything inside. My host moved the grill out to near their garage just in case. But things turned out well. It would turn out to be a beautiful late afternoon, early evening. You know, our host cooked hot dogs and two types of chicken. Barbecue chicken and Italian chicken. Now, I have to explain the latter here. This, like, it's chicken, but instead of barbecue sauce, they marinate it in Italian dressing. That's as best as I can describe it 
The hosts were great with the sides, even though I didn't really partake. Some of what the, my hosts provide, no offense to them. Uh, just stuff like, eh, I really, I'd rather not. I'll save my, uh, I'll save my appetite for the main course and have one hot dog. Got a little bit of Italian chicken. There was some stuff left over on the grill. Helped myself. Should have asked first, but what the heck. Then had some dessert, just chat around about quarter to eight. And I said, all right, fun's fun. I'm out the joint. So enjoy the rest of your holiday weekend, everyone. So that was it. Then Sunday came. By that point, by sometime during the day, my dad and his companion came home, got about the house. I just didn't leave for one reason or another. And then, you know, we had holiday Monday. Now, my I forgot to mention this. My nephew has been playing baseball. He's back to that again. He's in the Pony League. And two weeks earlier, I went and saw the ball game. I sweated and got sunburned sitting next to my sister with an 11.30 a.m. contest. There was going to be a game at 6 o'clock the night of Memorial Day. Think of that what you will. But early afternoon, my dad summoned me down to the kitchen here at Bullet House. And he told me that the game was canceled because one of the coaches got covid and guess who one of the coaches was? This hit close to home. King COVID the 19th came from my brother-in-law. So he's going to have to quarantine. It's been a rough week for him. So I think the five days end uh, sometime this weekend as I record this. This is going to drop on Saturday. So there went those plans. I was all set and ready to go. So just went shopping and tagged along with my dad and his companion. Had a nice cookout Sunday night. I forgot what we had Monday. Probably had pizza or ordered out. I don't know what we did. But in any event, it was a great weekend, and I'm getting ready for more adventures that will be described in the next episode. So stay tuned for those. What in the wide, wide world of sports is going on here? All right, quick trip into Jason's Sports Corner. This uh, is not going to be a lengthy one, so I'm not going to bother with the music. Did have a little transitional bit going here. And the Yankees, well, they're still kicking butt. American League East. Still doing very well. I'm talking the day after they had a day-night doubleheader because Wednesday night's game was washed out due to the rain. Swept the doubleheader. I mean, this is here's why I'm bummed out why YouTube TV doesn't have regional sports networks like the S Network for Yankees games. I came close to missing Jameson Tyone throw a perfect game. Well, an MLB Network, that could have happened. Like last year when Corey Kluber or Clory Cooper, as I t call them in the excitement of the moment uh, through that no-hitter last year. Well, Tyon had the perfect game going. Unfortunately, it was the Yankees that had the goose egg on the scoreboard. And I followed along on the ESPN app. Anthony Rizzo, with a bases-clearing RBI base hit, plated two runs, and then the Yankees hung on to get the sweep. We welcomed the Detroit Tigers in. Uh, this is going to be greed weekend here, folks. Apple TV will be the site for the first game tonight. And how about this, folks? This Sunday against the Tigers at 11.35, and it's going to be streamed on Peacock, which is NBC, Universal, Comcast, whatever. Yeah, that's their streaming service right there. More AMSR, ASMR, whatever that is. I'll bet you like that. <laughs> so Yankees are doing well. Just seemingly running away with the division. It's a little too early for me to check the standings and see where things are and get a lay of the lands. But I will have to start uh, standings watching pretty soon here. What are you talking about? There's only two months left in the season. Well, he came back. At least 
You were of help this time. Good, thanks. Uh, NBA Finals didn't watch any part of Game 1 last night. Boston with a big comeback. Uh, we're in the Conference Finals in the Stanley Cup. Hopefully I'll get some sports in between now and we get to the dog days. Uh, World Cup's in the fall, like I mentioned. That does, does not make any sense, even if it is in Qatar. Well, at least we got the UEFA Nations Cup. Who really gives two hoots about that? There's the UEFA Women's Tournament in its absence. I don't know if it's going to be broadcast here in the States. But, you know, dog days are some, it's usually a big World Cup year in the summertime, but nope, not this year. Well, at least in the summertime. But, you know, I got my summertime viewing habits ready. Holy moly's on. Okay, it's television now. We've got our sports. American Ninja Warrior comes back this Monday on NBC. And all those uh, revivals of game shows. Like Celebrity Family Feud and Press Your Luck. There's a couple of new ones that will be joining the fray this summer. So, looking good here. So, this month of June is going to be full of adventure. It's going to be a great start to the summer of 2022. And I just made my way out of Jason's Sports Corner. And now we're going to end this episode by answering some questions. It's, I haven't done this in a while. But it's called the Friday Five. If you're on the TK Little Smart and Funny Facebook page, it's where you know somebody volunteers, asks five questions, and you answer them as best and as honestly as you possibly can. Greg Smallwood provided the questions this week, and I'm going to... Do my best to answer him. Here we go. Number one. We all follow this bald orange man, that's Tony Kornheiser, who started as a sports scribe. Do you still subscribe to a newspaper? Home delivery or online? How does it compare to what you read years ago? And if you cancel your subscription, why? Well, I answered two of those four questions. And, you know, obviously we had the Saratogian when we lived in Wilton. And for a time there, we had both that and the Albany Times Union. So it was a crowded breakfast table Sunday mornings at Bullet House when we were living up that way. And, you know, Saratogian just, you know, went away. We got the Times Union most every day. Then we uh, customer service and the high price, we just started pairing back once we moved down here. And it got to the point where we only got it on Sundays, which was great because I had the New York Times crossword puzzle. And when Mom was still walking God's green earth, I was waiting for her impatiently so I could watch CBS Sunday morning while doing the New York Times crossword puzzle. Or that should be the other way around. Whoops. Anyway, that was not a time for Earl Clark. Not the time. Anyway, well, we just don't have, like, the physical newspaper anymore. And, you know, once I I decided to tell my dad, hey, listen, you can go ahead and cancel the subscription. We're done here. That's because, talking of the crossword puzzle, they started publishing the puzzle from the week before, like, I already did this. Now I just do it on my phone. I have this app, a great game called Spelling Bee, too. I do in this order. The night before, I do the mini crossword. Then I wait to the next morning to do Spelling Bee, and then the main crossword itself. Now, i got to explain what Spelling Bee is quickly. This is where you get seven letters, and just random letters, and you got to make as many words as you can. There's different rankings, and queen bee is when you get all the words that are be able to be made from those letters. Now, here's the rub. Every letter you make has to be at least four letters in length and has to include the letter right at the hub. But the great thing is you can repeat letters, so it's a bit of a challenge, but it's a lot of fun. Sometimes I need the hints. And I've been getting in the comments after I finish my puzzle, like, okay, I reached the genius level. 
this many points, this many words. I hit it on the nose, or rarely have I got it all by myself. And rare, that's pretty rare, but I've also done it no, where I didn't need a paying ram to help get me there. So there's that. I mean, also, I got, I've never mentioned this, but before the internet, if I want to really, you know, dig what people were doing as far as culture, I mean, there was like the TV section, especially on Sundays. You get the out-of-town newspaper. There would be this place in Saratoga where you could get newspapers, not only from the capital region, but all over the United States and some parts of the world, too, which just blew my mind sky high. But now I got the internet. It's right at my fingertips. It's readily available. That is if they're not behind a paywall. So there you have it right there. Okay, number two, speaking of the media, how do you get your TV signal? Over the air, cable, streaming? What's your option of these plus streams like ESPN Plus, Discovery Plus, that charge extra for content that's not on their channel you're already paying to watch? Well, we cut the cord about two years ago, Super Bowl weekend. I cut the cord myself a year earlier. I've subscribed to YouTube TV, and I've got my dad and his companion on that whole deal. I pay for it. I mean, as long as I keep paying for it, we're just going to have television entertainment around here. You know, I was happy they had ESPN. And at the time, they had the ES Network, so I could still watch the Yankees. And pre-pandemic, they took them off the lineup. And I've mentioned that before and how uh, that was a bad move on my part. I have to wait till like, they're on ESPN, Fox, or broadcast television for me to watch the old Bronx Bombers, especially as well as they've been doing this year, as I mentioned earlier in Jason's Sports Corner. He said rather uh, fast-talkingly. Anyway, where were we? Oh, yeah, well, I do have, well, I pay for YouTube TV. That's the only one that I pay for. My sister and her husband also have, like, they gave me access to uh, the Netflix, but also the Hulu ESPN Plus Disney Plus bundle. Even though I already have an ESPN account, I don't use the ESPN Plus. And there's also Prime Video, thanks to my dad and his companion. I got access to that. That's how I watched Coming to America, the re- or last year, the you know the sequel. You get it. Okay, number three. What's your favorite book that you think no one else in this group has read? Well, here's where I'm going to the littles here. But I put in How to Eat Fried Worms, and I'm gonna read that when I was in school. That was a real hoot. After I was done with that assignment, I'm like I'm gonna read this for my own purposes. Okay, let's see here. Uh, Mary Faye Randolph said, all of John Feinstein's kids' books. He's known to Junior. He's known to the littles as Junior. Hello, made me feel great. Now that was a time for Earl Clark. Then Sports in America by James Missioner and Sports World in American Dreamland by Robert Lipsight. Or Leipzig. Or Hangy Hangy Shangy. Whatever. Uh, let's see. Ooh, John D. McDonald. Ed Lockett said, A Deadly Shade of Gold by John D. McDonald. Travis Carroll. I mean, I first heard of the John D. McDonald, he struck up a letter of correspondence and a friendship with Dan Rowan of the Rowan and Martin comedy team, famous for laughing way back when. I remember getting that book years ago at Huck Finn's Warehouse. I think it's gone now. They're going to redevelop that whole place. Hopefully, they'll still keep the old rides from Hoffman's Playland. Anyway, let's see what else is here. Steve Lipton said, Jeff Tweedy's book, Jeff, go, let's go so we can get back. That was the, Jeff Tweedy's the lead singer of Wilco. All right, we'll see here. I put it, yeah, there's mine. Dina Yagodich responded and said, I love that book. Yeah, she did. Oh, Mr. Avocados from Chuck Elias said, is this a great game or what? From A-Rod's, 
quick the Amazon from Aaron's heart to Zim's head. My twenty five years in baseball. By the way, read this article about Tim Kirkton's brother who's suffering from MS right now. You know that's a great read. By the way, all right, moving on here. I've I've got it. Number four. When you were a kid, what was your dream job? Did you end up following your dream? If not, why not? Well, I put in originally that I remember when I was a kid, I wanted to be a teacher. And nothing really came of that. I found out how that was. I found out it was a tough slog, all the education there. I know friends of mine from high school, even college, who were in the education. But let's see what everybody else had said. Well, I said I was wanting to get into radio or some kind of broadcast media. An internship was as far as I got. But hey, podcasting for virtually nothing. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Okay, let's see what else the little says. Sean Patrick said, sportscaster slash sports writer, like Mr. Tony. Eventually moved to the news side. I followed the journalism path until a couple years ago. I left because the business had changed so much and I wasn't doing anything remotely approaching what I wanted to do. All right, said John Edwards, not that John Edwards, lawyer, until I found out what a grind law school was. My sister's a lawyer, she can tell you. Craig Rose said, I've always wanted to engineer at one point when Roller Coaster Tycoon was big and I wanted to design roller coasters. Downside is all the big roller coaster manufacturers are in Europe. I still end up being an engineer, but instead of roller coasters, I design ice cream slash milkshake slash slushy machines. I almost stumbled through that. Bill Pitcher, school bus driver, full stop. Jeff Turner, as a kid, I wanted to be either a firefighter or a baseball player. I think the danger of firefighting scared me off. I wasn't a very good hitter, which killed my baseball dreams. Well, Claire Natola said she wanted to be a teacher, too, a math teacher. And Dina Goda said, it's why I'm at a community college. Well, what did she say before that? Two things kill the dream. Number one, calculus. Number two, children. Oh, how about this for wrestling? Chewy Calhoun. I want to be NWA tag and TV champion like Arn Anderson. I did train in pro wrestling for about six minutes before I said, oh shit, no enough of this. This shit hurts. All right, well, moving on here. Finally, I mean that number five, I've only lived in one zip code my entire life since before there were zip codes. How many of you lived in? Which one was your favorite and why? I only answered the first one and I said, I've only lived in two in the same state, but if you count college, Three and two states. So there you go. That's the Friday Five. Thank you, Greg Smallwood. Good job out of you, bud. Before we get to the end of this episode, let's get some punk shout-outs here as I get ready to leave. First up, Greens from Allentown, Peter Winston, and Keith Langston did a live watch episode of WWF Superstars that aired April 25th, 1992. This was the Undertaker-Berserker-Sword incident. And among the other topics of discussion, Ray Liotta, he had just passed, you know, RIP to him, great actor, he was in Field of Dreams, he was in Goodfellas, he was in a Bronx Tale, so far as I know. The origins of the phrase, hanging and banging, the 92 Celtics, highlights from WrestleMania 8, all the stuff that went on there, and plenty, plenty more, wrestling and non-wrestling related. You can follow Peter on Twitter at G.F. Allentown. He also has his YouTube channel, too. I'm skipping the sportscasters. Steve Bennett hasn't uh, been heard from in a while, but you can still follow him at the sports underscore casters. Got the Break It Down show. Pete A. Turner had himself some great guests here. 
episode dropped just today, David Howe, talking about the U.S. Army, Afghanistan, and the military abroad. Well, Colonel David Howe, I should say. Forgot his title. Also, Lisa Jackson talking about the Great Resignation. And Matthew Fitzsimmons. American Boy grew up in London under the baleful eye of the Kings Road Punks, as the teaser text for this episode so puts it. That's sure to be one heck. That's sure to be a great episode. You can follow an episode. You can follow Pete A. Turner rather at Pete A. Turner and Break It Down Show at the Break It Down Show. Then we had the Low Littles podcast. Chuck and Roxy celebrating the first anniversary of their marriage, and with COVID restrictions lifted, it was an honest to goodness celebration, featuring the great Bill Isaacson in this episode, and also. A chat with the great Zucchini. Yes, that's his name. Got mentioned on an episode of the Tony Kornheiser show. And Chuck and Roxy managed to get him on the horn. You can follow the show on Twitter at Loyal Littles Pod. And finally, we make it to the Hudson Valley. And 1 in 44. This is from the Anderson Center for Autism in Stottsburg, New York. Down there in the Hudson Valley. An appropriate and timely episode came out last Friday in time for summer. Dawn Barclay, and she discussed books that she wrote that uh, discussed traveling with people with autism, especially children. I like traveling, but there's some stuff being on the spectrum that I don't like about it. So hopefully I can get some stuff out of it if I ever decide to buy the book. You can follow the Anderson Center at Anderson Autism. As for this dog and pony show... We're available on Apple Podcasts, on Google Podcasts, on Spotify, or your podcatcher of choice. If we're not featured on your podcatcher of choice, I put the link to the feed in the show notes. You can go ahead, paste that, copy, paste, get it on there, have fresh episodes ready to go when the time comes. If your podcatcher has rating and review capabilities, do me a huge salad, give me a five-star rating and a good write-up. That will certainly help. Thanks in advance for all that. And thanks right now to you for listening to episode number 157 of the Keep It To Yourself podcast. I'm about to get out of here in more ways than one. I'll tell you about my Massachusetts Mayhem weekend in the next episode, whenever that may be. So, hope you all had a great Memorial Day weekend once again, and I hope you have another great weekend this time around. And as always, and above all else, Wait for it. Wait for it. Keep smiling. Otis lives in Castleton too. Hey, Clavens! Wake up! The show's over. Oh, yeah! Check it! This has been a Kitty Pod production, produced in Saratoga County, New York, shared with the world.